This is Channel Q. Drop the subject. Yeah, it's got a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Hey, it's Allie right there, Kevin right here. It's good to be with you again, hanging out. Big show planned for you today. You're more than welcome to interact with us on our all-new social handle, which is... At DTS Show. DTS. Not DTF. No, no, no. Not that far. DTS. If it was DTF, we'd be getting sued again to change our name. So we are sticking with a drop the subject at DTS show. Some millennial like who came up with DTF was like, hey, <laughs> that's mine. Uh, thank I get you royalty. for uh, listening to us, interacting with us. Of course, phone's open for you now at 833-77-CALL-Q. We will uh, get to Gay Gay Cray Cray coming up like we do each and every Thursday day. Uh, also going to give each other some movies that we're forced to watch in the Gay Stray Movie Reviews. That's coming up a little bit later today as well. And... Um, some surprises like we do from time to time. Uh, plus, maybe we'll get into the origins of why we are calling our show Drop the Subject. Some people know that have been listening to us for some time. Other people have no idea. It's a great story, and when we have time to get to it, I think you'll enjoy as well. Oh, but, there uh, is time. Let's, uh, time. let's begin. Um, Allie and I were having this discussion right before we turned these mics on, started doing the show today. I said, save it. This is worth talking about on the radio. Was that about the um, the foods that are giving me gas lately? Or no, was no, it the I other was going to bring that up on the air, but oh. Allie is very gassy today as well. I was going to keep that as an off What the air is thing. it? Is it the garlic? I think no. we know it's the garbanzo beans. <laughs> no, we were talking about birthdays because my wife's birthday is this weekend, and we are going out of town to celebrate her birthday. And then the following weekend, we are going to Vegas to meet her parents for what I thought was just a St. Patrick's Day celebration. And... We, we were getting our flights booked and all that stuff. And she was like, well, this is, all, this is my birthday weekend. And I was like, what are you talking about? We're, we're going out of town this weekend for your birthday. And she was like, no, no, no. This is to celebrate my adopted birthday. Oh, what? Because she... <laughs> I didn't realize... Oh, what? I didn't realize... Uh, you said you, she had two birthday celebrations. And I just assumed she was kind of doing the standard annoying uh, woman thing where they want to have a month-long birthday. Yeah, right? no. And I thought that's what she does in general anyway. I didn't realize she's trying to celebrate a birthday for her actual birth and then another one for when she was adopted. Yeah, because she was adopted nine days after she was born. So they like to set her and her parents like to do a little, oh, let's go out to dinner to celebrate when we got you. When I got the phone call, it said, we've got this girl. Her name's Katie. We want We want you to take her home. We were either going to go with a jet ski or a baby. <laughs> and we decided, let's go, let's go with a baby because we don't live near water. And it was a big mistake. Uh, every day we regret yeah. that, not getting that jet ski. <laughs> we would have celebrated such a great birthday ah, for that jet ski. Jet ski in Vegas? Good times. Good times. But I, th- I thought... Why are we celebrating? Like, why do you get two birthdays just because you were adopted? Like, I only get one birthday celebration because I was just a dumb regular kid. But because she had these extraneous circumstances where she was adopted, she gets to celebrate twice. I don't think that's necessarily fair. And this is also for St. Patrick's Day. What about one of those kids with behavioral problems that goes in and out of foster homes every three years? They get get like (laughs) nine birthdays? When we got you. And then when we got you back. And then when we got you again. And then when we gave you away. Yeah, you know, (laughs) uh, that is a vet. It seems like a petty thing for us to get upset about, but it does also seem like pick one, because if she's celebrating the day she was born, then it would be one birthday. I understand why her adoptive parents think of the day they got her as a secondary it's also weird because they're so close together. If, if you're looking... Right, if pe- it's like three years. Yeah, or if it's separated by months, right, where they go like, look, today's your actual birthday, but we didn't get you until June or whatever, so we like to have a secondary. That's kind of a cute little thing, you know? Um, 
It would yeah. be like somebody celebrating a half birthday or something yes, like that, right? right It'd be like, like a mini celebration. Right, not a big deal for kids. Uh, I think about that like bowling birthday parties. You kind of cut it out once you turn 10, you know? Once you have pubes, you give it up, you give it a rest. Wait, you're like, not supposed to do bowling birthday parties? Well, I just think that's one of those things you do when you're a kid. I and then like it's super fun. It's a super fun way to spend it. Well, you're a lesbian, so obviously, you know, you're into that just bowling grab thing. Grab the balls and have good time. I know, but I'm saying in general, it's one of those things where you expect it to be a kid. It's like if I get invited to like a petting zoo, I assume it's for a child, right? There's not a lot of Adults are having petting zoo birthday parties. Just listing more things that more I want to do. More things you want to. These are all. I just listed exactly what your uh, wife is going to want to do for her <laughs> so birthday. Cool. That's what we're doing in Vegas: a petting zoo. Well, I'll, th- I'll ask you this question then. Uh, my wife and I have technically we have two anniversaries because we uh, and I forget them both every year. But we have the an- we have the actual day that we signed the legal documentation that said we were married. But then we have the day that we actually got married in front of friends and family in Mexico, which was okay. not was not legal at all. Now those were only separated by about five days too. So oh, we, so you actually sell you have two separate ones she, for that? We don't really celebrate them both because I she tells me the day after each of them that I forgot the more important one, and then every year. What's the more important one? The day I, the day of the marriage or the day of the certificate signing? I still don't know the answer to that. It's been five years, and every year I'm like, well, which one? If I was going to remember one of them, because I can't remember two of them, but if I was going to remember <laughs> one of them. Which one should I remember? And she's like, the important. You should one. know. And I don't know which one the important one is. <laughs> what about when you guys met and started dating? Because that's another one where we already have an anniversary that we have been celebrating for the past nine years of when we actually got together. On but now we're date? supposed to have a new, like when we decided we were going to be exclusive. What did you meet on plentyoffishsmells.com? No, no, it's okay, Cupid. Oh, okay, Cupid. You met. I'm yeah. sorry. I thought it was. A, I thought Plenty it was a of fish smells, though. Is a great lesbian. <laughs> is that the other lesbian yeah. day? Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> what are we day old what meat. Are, <laughs> me too. Uh, meat catfish. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's wrong with us? We, that's why we call the show. Drop the subject. Now you understand <laughs> that exact reason. Yeah, three but, times a day, someone walks by the studio and gives us a look. Like, all right, guys, time to drop the subject. We get it. Um, but, I, I think that you have to celebrate. God, it's like so. Do I celebrate the new wedding anniversary? I guess I now it trumps the the original. Oh, this is when we we're exclusive. Now this is the wedding anniversary. So this is when we would now yes. celebrate. But you can't. It's weird. It seems like you can't forget one. Yeah, like I, this is why you're just adding on I the agree celebration. There, there are more important ones. Like I wonder if your wife thinks her more important birthday is her actual birthday when she came into this world, or if is her is her celebratory day, the day that she was adopted by her parents. To me, it would be her actual birthday. The day that she was born and then put in a <laughs> put in a separate yeah. wing. Yeah, the day that they left her at the steps of the firehouse. <laughs> that should be the it's day. Like, uh, that was her best day of her life. Yeah, well, that, but that's the day that she became a... I mean, if, if we're going now by... Now have the, this nurse be your mother for nine days. The definition is birthday. I'm not saying she has to give the woman at the foster home or whatever at the uh, what do they call those I was going to say abortion clinic but that's not right the adoption what's the what's the thing called I, uh, I don't really know she was in an a, adoption uh, yeah like, like a child halfway house get, or something yeah. but anyway I'm not saying she's to give in them all holding, gifts for, in the waiting room for, for Mother's Day but I, I think that's I think her birthday if we're going by the definition of what a birthday is it's the day that you were born what do you do for uh, your cats Allie well, you guys have a couple of cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that we have. I always forget if we're supposed to celebrate the day that my, we think that my cat was born or the day that we got the cat. Oh, so, so you don't even know the day. Your no, cat was I don't born. even. So I, I, I think that when we got the cat was around Thanksgiving, but when we got her, she was already like six months old. So you have to do the math. It's not like they. It's not like the adoption people or the cat place knew what her when her actual birthday was. So we just said, okay, her birthday's sometime in July because. 
subtract six months, that's when it would be. But around July, I'm always like, oh, what? It's your birthday at some point. Like, I don't know her actual birthday, so I don't celebrate her birthday. But then around Thanksgiving, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's been, you know, nine years since we got you. How exciting. We still don't really celebrate anything, but I'm confused as to which one we're supposed to be celebrating, the adopted birthday or the actual birthday of the cat. I think it's the day that they were born. I mean, I know. Do you celebrate your dog's actual birthday? November 28th. Oh. That I know. That's my cat's birthday. Right, well, there you go. And look, by the way, I don't even know if that's real or not. That's what the people told us. I feel like they're mostly. Oh, so prob- they did give you a date. They get, we we have a family tree. Yeah, I got fa- that. I, up. I can. I'm not kidding. They gave us a family tree. I got. Uh, I think they did a 23 and me on the dog. I can tell you everything about my dog's great 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 grandparents, and they were really? show dogs at some point. Yeah. They were show dogs. Well, that's what they claim as well. But this I mean, is all on. made up. We bought the thing out of the trunk of a car on the side of the freeway, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> they're like, here's the family tree <laughs> and a dog. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. You're saying my dog's related to Beethoven, the movie star? <laughs> and they're all also right. selling mini pigs that are uh, not really mini. I um, I think that for the most part, if you're going to celebrate a birthday, you only get to do it once, and it's the day you were born, and that's it. And that should be a law. And and, and anyone who tries to, you know, well, look, she's talk- crowbarring in a second birthday. I think that's well, what we were arguing about. Here's she's what you like, have to this do. is this yeah, is for is. her birthday. You're right. She's crowbarring in a second birthday because when it, when you're celebrating your birthday, there's certain things that are expected. One of them is that if there's a bill, you're not going to see it. Right? There's certain if you're going out for your birthday and that's the reason people are getting together, there are expectations. Like you get the best seat. Maybe you get a piece of cake at the end where you get to put your fork in before all the other journey right. forks go in. You get to so, pick the restaurant. Right. Exactly. And, and also uh, when a bill comes, you know, usually people are like, oh no. No, no, it's your birthday. We got it. So anyone who tries to maximize that, over-celebrate it, I feel like is kind of you know, double, triple, quadruple dipping, which is unacceptable. Especially if the second birthday is in a place like Vegas, yeah, where there's a lot of money being spent. So go, if you're, if it's like if you go out to dinner, you're like, okay, I can cover your dinner. That's fine. That's great. Or have a few drinks. You have to but call, then, cover all of her gambling debt. This is a whole, yeah, this is a whole weekend. It's, I lost, like, I, I want to go to the bet, like, breakfast buffet and then the lunch buffet and then I want to go gamble and I want to play roulette and I want to, so, so am I supposed to cover all of that? I can't possibly. Well, as long as she doesn't walk around wearing a sash and a penis crown that says second birthday. <laughs> Second birthday, girl. Adopted birthday. Kiss me. It's my second birthday. I think we'll be all right. Uh, This is Drop the Subject. That's right. Same show, new name, on a new radio station, uh, the all-new Channel Q. We'll be back in a moment with some cray-cray gay-gay. It's going to be about a couple that gets into a huge fight in Vegas in the future. (laughs) And I'm going to guess gay-gay. No, it's a different story. We'll get to it next on the all-new Channel Q. No Things Considered uh, is not our show name anymore. It is now Drop the Subject, and it returns after this. We are Channel Q. Three words. Drop the subject. It's the name of our show. And uh, if you're just new to us or new to the station, it's good to have you with us. That's Allie right there. Gay lady. Kevin right here. Straight man. Talking about some things going on in our lives and in the world. And this is one of our absolute favorite things to do on a Thursday. And that is where we listen to a couple. Usually, would you say the percentage of the time this couple that we talk about in Cray Cray Gay Gay, there is a spat or something yeah, but it's not always. I, I mean, I think a lot of them have been couples, but I don't think there's. It's always about a spat. I would say probably seventy-five to eighty percent of the time, it is a spat. They're rarely positive, right? It's rarely, no, no, no. It's rarely like couple rides a roller coaster together for you know one hundred and fifty times in a row, and then we guess if they're gay or straight. This is usually <laughs> something like where the police get involved. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You, there's usually an arrest or at least a warrant, a cease and desist, maybe. Gay Gay Cray Cray goes like this. Uh, Allie has a story. She's going to share it with us all in a moment. We have to figure out if the couple 
in the story is a gay couple or a straight couple? Is it a heteronormative relationship or something else altogether? Um, I have predicted correctly almost every single time since we started doing this. You're more than welcome to play along as well. You can always join us on the phones at 833-77-CALL-Q. And once again, in case you're wondering, that's still Ali. I'm still Kevin. And this show is still Drop the Subject. Let's get into Gay Gay Cray Cray. Okay, Kevin. This is about a woman named Jessica Smith. Oh, so generic. It could go either way. <laughs> I couldn't even Google this and try to cheat right now. No, because you I'd couldn't get even look 50, her up. 50,000 results. Yep. It would take, I mean, you could get out the yellow pages all you want, but it's not going to help you. She and... Topical reference. It's <laughs> good. I know yep. you keep one on you at all times. I, uh, when I need anything, I go right to the yellow pages. <laughs> that's my go. If I need a, if I need a cobbler or a, uh, or a, sh- a blacksmith, that's <laughs> a where cobbler. I go. <laughs> okay. Jessica Smith... And uh, her partner and her two young sons. I don't know if that influences your decision. I know you're trying to. They adopted a little kitten, a lady kitten, and they named her Felix. And they have now been in a custody battle with their neighbors for the past five months over said kitten. Now, I know you might think, okay, this woman, she's got a partner, she's got two kids, she's in a custody battle over a cat, gotta be gay, right? But you never know. Wait, the cat is a female, but they call the female cat Felix? Yes, so oh. they've actually given the cat sort of a gender-neutral name. Wow, it's a, it's a masculine... I mean, Felix the cat was a dude, right? I actually thought that Felix was a gay guy name. Yeah, well, of course, we can all agree on that. <laughs> but yeah, I guess Felix the cat was a boy. So... They, they raised this little kitten, they were so excited, and then it disappeared from the family home because a male neighbor found the kitten. Did you just say disappeared from the family homo? <laughs> no, family oh, home. Okay. Family if you home. you said family homo, I was going to say you, home. you slipped and I'm ready to guess. All of a sudden, Felix was MIA. They didn't know what was going on. Then they found out that their male neighbor had taken the kitten hostage because he said, you know what? I've actually bonded with this kitten. I found the kitten first. It's mine now. We are in love, and I'm not going to give it back. Well, finders keepers. Isn't that how it works with animals? I guess guess so. I mean, maybe the cat didn't have a collar or a microchip, and he just decided, okay, this cat is now mine. I guess the the man also had a a daughter and said they they are inseparable, my daughter and this cat. Uh, We've renamed it Bodie or whatever, and now... There now it's mine. So they then had to get the police involved and go through an entire months long custody battle before Jessica Smith and her children finally got the cat back. So the question is: Is Jessica and her partner are they in a gay relationship or are they in a hetero relationship? Gay, gay, or cray cray? All right, you've got you've got some interesting facts here as I look over my notes. Jessica does not do it. You, sometimes the name is an indicator. In this particular case, got no help with the name. Jessica Smith. Her first, oh, the man who found her's name is Andrew Stoner. <laughs> that's the guy who found the cat, the neighbor. Yes. Okay. Um, hmm, that's interesting. If, um, if her first name had been Smith instead of Jessica, I would say, okay, we're on to a, a lesbian couple here. Mm-hmm. You've, you've given me the gender of one of the people. See, if, if you had said, if you had kept this vague throughout and said a couple is in a fight with their neighbors about a cat. They have two sons. Once again, they could be adopted, just like your wife is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you four birthdays between the two of them. Sometimes when you adopt, you get a BOGO. I'll buy one, get one, right? 
So I could understand why there'd be two. Why would they name the cat Felix? Questionable, but they probably let the dumb kids name the cat. So I understand why the cat would potentially have a name that doesn't necessarily fit the cat's gender. I'll give you a quick quote. When the cat came back, Jessica said she ran right upstairs and sat in her favorite sink. She seems really happy to be home and completely fine. All right. You're trying you're trying to sway me to say this is a a straight couple, which makes me automatically want to say they're a, it's a gay couple. It's lesbians with two sons and a cat. But then I think about the fact that they don't have a good relationship with their neighbor. And I'm telling you right now, and I have lived... You think Andrew Stoner is a bad neighbor? Well, I, I just, they don't, it, clearly they don't get along with their neighbor, because if they did, this wouldn't even be an issue. And every time I have lived next to a gay couple, and this has happened, as you know, wherever I move to, there's always a gay couple living either next to me, above me... On you. Power bottom me. <laughs> um, They're always a hop, skip, and a jump away. And I've, and, a always, and I've always had, I like to believe, a great relationship with them. These two old gay guys across the street from me now, I love these guys. They're the best. They've got a whole nature reserve in their front yard. They mm-hmm. let me come by and see their butterflies. That's what they say. And then the guy ends up his pants. I fall for it every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Look at the wings. <laughs> that's oh, disgusting. Oh, God. Uh, but... I lived in an apartment building, a gay guy singing, singing opera next to me. I had a great relationship with them. So I have found, personally, I've always had great... Gay guy neighbors, though. Have you ever had gay, lesbian neighbors? Yeah, that's a good question. No, uh, no, I have not. So maybe lesbians are horrible neighbors. Right, I mean, so this is a woman. Maybe maybe she's a lesbian, right, bad I'm gonna neighbor. Say, I'm going to lock in and say, in this edition of Gay Gay Cray Cray, if I have to pick, this is a just a boring heteronormative couple living in the suburbs couple of sons got a female cat on board to try to bring a little estrogen into the family but then they screwed it up by naming the cat Felix the mom's, now the cat's all confused the mom's angry she got cat hair in the sink and uh, I'm going to say this is just a run of the mill regular family and the only reason that you even came across this story is because you have an alert for anything involving cats in your news feed ah, yes I do get regular alerts with anything cat related so I'm going to say uh, straight this was worth this alert was worth waking me up in the middle of the night <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Uh, all right. Jessica Smith, I took out my yellow pages, Kevin, and I dug deep and I found that she is, in fact, straight, but yes. not actually in a relationship anymore. She oh. is a single mom with her two young sons, oh. which is why she got Cat Felix in her life to pick up the slack and maybe do some laundry. Well, that seems to be the... St- I mean, that's the, the slogan for cats, right? Couldn't get a man, get a cat, <laughs> right? Get, Isn't yeah. that what they say? All we right. didn't want him, so we just got two cats. Well, uh, that is... Uh, I, I don't know if I'm even right or half right, but she is straight, so yeah, uh, we'll straight. take that. Although, for, you know, listen, I know the way it goes sometimes, and you correct me if I'm wrong here. Cat is the gateway. Yeah, the cat P. is the gateway to the gay world, right? <laughs> It's the gateway P. That's what the G stands for in LGBT. It's gateway cat. We'll be back in a moment. This is Drop the Subject. New name for the same show on the all-new Channel Q. Back after this. Channel Q. The all-new Channel Q. It's a show now called Drop the Subject. Yes, an homage to a uh, former co-worker. One of these days, we will break down the entire story in its entirety before the lawyers make us change the name of the show this time. But for right now, this is Drop the Subject. You can find us on the socials at DTS Show. That's where we are on the uh, on the Twitter, I believe, Instagram as well? Yeah, Instagram as well. They're the same this time. Wow, look at us. Um, 
is this considered an Easter egg? What the show that title? Mean? Oh, 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 the show title? Yeah. An Easter egg? Yeah, you know Easter eggs in like TV shows and stuff like that. It's like little little inside jokey things that some people don't know about. And they're like, you'll never guess this Easter egg uh, in Breaking, Breaking Bad or whatever. I would say this is more of a broken egg. Ah. If it's going to be an egg analogy. A runny here. egg? Uh, a runny egg. Uh, maybe an egg that is you found in the back of your refrigerator that was uh, <laughs> two years past its expiration date. Maybe it's one of those eggs. Gross. I don't know if it's so much of an Easter egg. But also, I don't know if the term Easter egg exists as much anymore. That was more of like a buy this DVD because it's full of Easter eggs. Oh, really? I mean, I so th- it's not a thing anymore? Well, maybe it is for video games. Yeah, I guess that that was right. If it's hidden and you find it, it was like, it's an Easter egg. But also, I think that people are now offended by that term because uh, if they don't celebrate Easter, they're like, they're oh. vegan. Right. The vegans are upset about it and people that don't celebrate Easter are offended. So they just said, forget it. They call it a cage-free egg now just to keep everyone <laughs> happy. It. Anyway, um, this is Drop the Subject. I'm Kevin. That's Allie. It's been a bad week for the keto diet. I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, as you know, I think you are. My uh, my my meal today consisted of three pieces of leftover pizza, so I'm not on any sort of a diet right now. But You're I probably on a pizza should cleanse, be. Actually, I know that you spoke about it on Friday with uh, on Bi Day Friday with Clayton. But yep. uh, keto crotch <laughs> was not a great not just not a great publicity for the diet that people were getting into in a big way. And as is the world of dieting. They go through these fads, and they're super hot for a while, and then they get replaced by some sort of a caveman thing, or some sort of a, a Atkins thing, or a gluten-free thing, and they just constantly, you know, the diets, they have a shelf life for a, a very small amount of time, and in that time, they have to really get as many converters as possible before the next great one comes along. Yeah, and I think that what we are also learning, what we learned from Keto Crotch, is that people are cutting things out of their diets and it's screwing up the balance inside of their bodies and then it creates like for paleo you got the protein farts people are doing a high 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 protein no carbs and you've got a lot of methane that needs to leave your body right and then you got the keto crotch which screws up the the ph balance in your crotchal region mm-hmm. and it's making things smell the way they wouldn't normally smell and plenty would, of fish smells yes you and know. you would think uh, that's as bad as it's going to get. Uh, that, that's a bad story, and they'll move on. But then, lo and behold, keto is now being blamed for something else, something that I think will affect us all. Keto is the new millennials. Well, yeah, it's ruining right. everything. Blame everything on the millennials, and we run out of things to blame on the millennials, start blaming it on keto, which is a <laughs> diet that was embraced very much by the millennials. Yep. So they have gone from saying keto is creating this uh, uh, keto crotch <laughs> to now it is jacking up the price of avocados, and as you know, I didn't even think it was possible for avocados to get any pricier than they already are. You know, it's not so bad if you go to a store and you get a bag of them, like you can go to Trader Joe's, get the teeny tiny avocados, you get oh, yeah, a bag like of them bucks. for two bucks or whatever. You maybe get one good one out of it. But you go to any restaurant, order any salad, go to any Subway, you add an avocado, it triples the price of your meal just like that. I think that actually avocado, adding avocado is getting as expensive or more expensive than adding meat it is. to something. Oh, no question. So what they're saying now is that keto, because of the keto diet, that has increased demand for things like avocado because it's a high fat, low carb eating trend. So now everyone's like, I got to load up on those natural fats. And every time you think of natural fats, you think of avocado. So avocado toast, any kind of avocado ceviche, avocado deviled eggs, anything like that is going to go up in price because so many people want it because of keto. 
And, you know, it's at a point now where I even heard somewhere that all these drug cartels that aren't making as much money now because they... Oh, for on weed. Yeah, because, because everyone because, has right, weed. Weed's legal now and you can grow it everywhere, or it's legal in a lot of places, but they're trying to transition into being avocado cartels in the sense that they can still jack the prices up on that. Avocado cartels? They can control the, no. they can control the, uh, um, you know, the, the shipping and the growth and they can in some ways control the market if they get enough of it. So, it's, I it's, don't want to swallow a bunch of avocados to get them into the country. <laughs> Allie, you're going to hide these three avocados <laughs> in your sphincter, and you have to walk, walk into America. <laughs> and oh they'll be like, this, this avocado toast is tasting funny. <laughs> Um, I really respect those teeny tiny avocados yeah. now. <laughs> those extra large hosses. Yeah, you, you better. And from now on, and maybe that's why the teeny tiny avocados are so cheap. They're just being brought in, brought in smuggled into the country. Well, that is not the only thing that is getting higher in price. Butter, olive oil, and salmon are all, they've all risen by as much as 60% in the last six months. And then things like corn, soybeans, and, and like actual bread poor bread it's all really fallen in price and this is like wheat and bread those are like the cheapest things to make corn tortillas things noodles. like that you noodles get big, you get a big sack of pasta it could last you for six weeks if you uh, you plan accordingly and right I did most of college on like the same packet of ramen so i can't wait for the all ramen diet to become popular because then you can really save a buck or two on your diet i don't understand in general though uh i know the, the way the world is it's always supply demand right you want to go to a hotel and there's a ton of rooms available it's usually cheaper but when there's only one room left the price goes up. Same thing on an airline, right? Airplane. They got one seat left, and the price usually is, or, or, or they'll say like one seat left at this price. Now, when that seat goes, the prices get jacked up. I mean, we live in a very much a supply and demand economy. But, like, to me, something like avocados, avocados are nothing new, all right? This is not one of those things that people have been eating avocados forever. Uh, guacamole has been around for as long as I can remember. It's always been there. Uh, sometimes it costs extra. I guess it's always been considered a luxury item, whatever the case may be. Especially I, depending on where you live. Like California, right. it's a little more accessible, so it's a little more uh, it's a little more affordable. But like I see stickers on the avocados, and I know that you've uh, illegally switched stickers before. We should point out to our new audience now on Channel Q that Allie is a, is a criminal, no. convicted criminal, and she will occasionally buy, grab uh, organic avocados at the store but then take the sticker off and put the uh, no, I, n- non-organic I sticker I on. I don't do that anymore, well, okay? But I have been known to switch a sticker or two. Right. I learned it from my mother. Well, she was a tag switcher. She it, would switch tags on clothing. It's pathetic and sad, and I feel bad for you for doing that. But regardless of all of that, avocados, at, at some point, like, and, and I think we, we chatted to it. Who did we talk to a while ago? Uh, was it Tom Selleck? Oh, yeah. He was the one who was getting shamed, right, water shamed, he, because right. of his avocado farm. Oh, I thought it was because of his mustache. <laughs> no, I was using too much you water. To, you're using too much water. Yeah, the guy owns, Tom Selleck owns an avocado farm. I don't think anymore. I think he shut it down. And uh, people were saying he was using too much water, and this is when there was a big drought going on. But uh, now that there's been a, a ton of rain, you know, pretty much across the country, but a lot of rain, a lot more rain on the West Coast than normal. Um, it seems to me like I don't understand why the avocados would still be in such a high demand because I, I see the stickers. They're, they're, they're coming in from Mexico. They're coming in from Peru. They're being made all over America. Like, There's a lot of people making them. So I think this is almost a fake... Inflation it's thing. It's a fake yeah. inflation thing because I also go to the store a lot and guess what? There's No matter when I go to the store, there's always giant troughs full of avocados. Some of them are overripe, some of them are underripe, but there's always a lot of them. You know what we need to figure out though is how to utilize avocados that are no longer ripe because I, 
all of those, I mean, if people don't buy it at the right time, I mean, I've gone to the grocery store several times and just seen buckets of avocados that are all soft and will never be used and they're just going to be thrown out. But if there's any possible way we can learn to revive them, there's some scientist who's got to figure this out how to take the old gross flavor out of the old avocados so we can utilize more avocados. Maybe that would help drive the price back down. I have an idea. You ready? Yeah. You know, in Spain, uh, they do that uh, throwing of the tomatoes thing. Yeah. Because oh, how, because avoc- of how much people love avocados now, especially uh, the hipsters, the ketos, etc. We take all those mushy ones, save them all year long, and uh, we do a big uh, throwing of the avocados. At who, though? At each other. Oh, just at each other? Yeah, well, you do that thing. Like, people oh, that, that's so painful. People that go to Spain, I forget where it is in Spain, but I think it still happens. They all chuck uh, tomatoes at each other every year. It's a big festival. People seem to enjoy it, and it's Instagrammable, etc. We do the same exact thing, but with a bunch of rotten avoca- avocado. <laughs> It'll cover up the smell How of American of us. Yeah, I think That'd that's the so way That would be so great. That would be great. We should do it at the Avocado Festival. I think they have that every year. Listen, solving problems is not why we started doing the show on Channel Q. It's just one of the many side effects you get by listening to us. So I think we've just solved America and the world's avocado right. problem. You're, you can, very, you're very welcome. We can also do uh, avocado wrestling instead of mud wrestling. Oh, that. Brown probably, avocado. Probably great for your skin, too. Yeah. All we got to do is come up with some BS health benefit, kind of, that involves putting rotten avocados <laughs> on your eyes or something. And... <laughs> Like if we came, I'm telling you right now, if all we need to do is find some doctor we could pay off and the guy's like, you know, it turns out that rubbing six week old avocados under your eye makes them uh, look a little like gets rid of the puffiness. One out of a million doctors agree. (laughs) (laughs) And then we're set. Uh, All right. Well, we we shouldn't have given that great idea out on the radio now because now it's no longer ours. It belongs to the people. We'll be back in a moment. Uh, It's the news that will lose it. Yeah, we're on deck for that. So we'll give you some possible stories that we'll be covering to kick off the next hour right here on the all new Channel Q. A new show name. Thanks for helping us pick it. It's called Drop the Subject. That's Allie. This is Kevin. We'll be back after this. This is Channel Q. Who needs spring break when you have this? <laughs> huh? It's the uh, all-new Channel Q, a show that is now called Drop the Subject. How fitting. Time for uh, News It or Lose It. This is the time when we pick what stories we will be discussing at the start of the next hour. Thanks for being with us, checking us out. Much appreciate the support that uh, we always get in this totally interactive, totally inclusive environment. On Channel Q, possible stories... Uh, this is a good time to eliminate things that we will not discuss ever again. Pick the ones we go with with our all-new News It or Lose It intro, Allie. Get ready for Ooh. this. <laughs> Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Ah. Wildly different. Sounds so official. Yeah, it does. I like it. All right, here's your first headline. Everything you need to know about Kate Middleton's busy day in Blackpool. Uh, I have zero interest (laughs) in almost anything you said in that headline. (laughs) I uh, do not care. Including busy day. Nothing about that was interesting to me even a little bit. I say lose that (laughs) big time. All right. Uh, Another retail favorite has gone the way of the blockbuster, and this one might sting. Huh. I'm so bummed out. uh, It's weird. I hear about these stories. I don't know what store this is. It's a store that you think I've been to before? Oh, gosh. I don't know if you've ever... I mean, I, I assume you've stepped foot in one of these before, but probably not regularly. Tell me it's not Tower Records. 
It's not Tower Records. That was actually my very first job, and I don't think those exist anymore. No, damn it. No, no, they don't exist anymore <laughs> either. But uh, whenever I hear about this, I think to myself, oh, it's too bad. I love that store, yet have not, yeah. like everyone else, have not bought anything from them in 10 years. <laughs> right. Yeah, let's, uh, let's news that All one. Right. I'm interested. Okay. Tristan Thompson not dating mystery hottie. Um, I care about that headline even less <laughs> than the Kate Middleton one earlier, so I'm going to say lose so that one. Does that mean one. we news the Kate Middleton one? No, no, one? We, no right. we lose. No, we news. Don't try to fool me on a technicality. We lose both of those stories. All right. How social media influencers are making your kids fat. I think that we have to, we must news that for a variety of reasons. Even if you don't have kids, I would imagine if they have the impact to make kids fat, they can probably also make us fat. Even so more I'll, so, I would say. We're more influenced, easily influenced than kids sometimes. I agree. So let's go ahead and news that one as well. All right. The final one is man caught shoving $4,000 bottle of cognac down his pants. I'd like to see the video, but I'm not as interested in talking about <laughs> it. Right, we will we'll news it. the stories that we said we would news, the ones we said we would lose, we will never discuss ever again. And we'll do that right after this on the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. is back after this. This is Channel Q. Time to drop that subject. Drop the subject on the all-new Channel Q. Allie right there, Kevin right here. You are where you are, and thank you for listening. That was Allie burping right there. Just in case you think that was a straight man's belch, you're wrong. That was the belch of a gay lady. Oh, yeah. Actually. I belched like the... The best of them. I take back the word lady. That was clearly nothing ladylike about that right there. But just proof that this is truly a station giving everyone a voice, even if that voice is gassy. Mm-hmm. And Eighth, ladies can do anything these days, Kevin. Anything men can do, and we they can, can do it just yeah. as good or maybe even better, or in that particular case, way stinkier. <laughs> 833-77-CALL-Q if you would like to get in on the show. This hour, uh, I think it's time for us to assign each other some new films huh? in the Gay Straight Movie Reviews. Uh, I know it's a little bit premature to start talking about stuff we have planned for next week, but oh well, what the hell, why not? Allie's been all gung-ho on her uh, quest. What did you call me? I called you a gung-ho. <laughs> Allie's been all gung-ho on her quest to self-organize, get herself ready, uh, keep herself organized, and uh, I know she's gotten all Marie Kondo crazy. I believe on... I think it's Monday we have scheduled uh, some women from the Home Edit, which is a company. Women on the radio? Well, here I know. Ugh. It's a crazy concept. <laughs> Don't worry. They have drivers. Uh, they, uh, they're all about the, uh, I guess they understand very much the goal to organize our lives and organize ourselves. It seems like all of a sudden people have gotten super into this whole organization craze. And uh, we could use some organization around here. we got to learn how to properly fold these rainbow flags that uh, hang all over the uh, Channel Q studios. But more importantly... Like a fallen soldier. Uh, I think that we will uh, we will figure out a proper way to organize our lives uh, if you're not interested in throwing stuff away. Like, I like to keep my things, but also need to be organized. So we got that to look forward to as well. Well, you know what is uh, another option, Kevin, is if you go through your house and you've organized your house, but you don't have the strength to throw things away... You can uh, use your car as a separate storage unit. Oh That's my what my wife has done. There oh. is a coffee table that we decided to get rid of that has been in her back of her car since January, I would say mid-January. Well, listen, yep. if, you, if you have an extra coffee table, there's no more convenient place to keep it than in the back of your car, <laughs> making the entire back of your car unusable yep. for anyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but great, if you ever go somewhere and someone's like, does anyone have an extra coffee table with them? <laughs> I just want to put my feet up. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's time for us to get to the news portion of News It or Lose It right now on the all-new channel. Q, drop the subject. Here we go. Drop the subject presents... 
Snooze it or lose it. Ah. Okay, there's only one blockbuster left in the entire world. And now, another retail chain has announced they are dying a slow and painful death. Your go-to for all things crappy, the dollar store, also known as the family dollar. The place you go to when $2 for scotch tape is just too much. They've announced they are closing nearly 400 underperforming stores because of a major sales slump. How do they really know at that store if they're underperforming or performing (laughs) exactly as planned? I I mean, when they look at the register at the end of the day, it's just full of dollars. Ah, another day well spent. Uh, How do they know if that was a successful day or not a successful day? I I actually enjoy, I don't do it as much as I used to, but I, I enjoy trips to the old dollar store. It's a fun experience. It's a it's, bit of a scam, though. If it's you a think train wreck. Well, but you it, know it's going to be a train wreck. There's always one line operational, and, and even when you see things occasionally that you're like, oh, wow, this is a buck. This cost me $10 or $5 at the grocery store. It's a different size or a different portion. And, and it. so you think it's, I don't know, I, I fell for the scam for a while, and then eventually I stopped going too. Have you ever owned anything from the Dollar Store or Dollar Tree or anything in the Dollar franchise that you've kept for more than a month? I know that when we were trying to, we were trying to teach one of, we were trying to teach my kids something, and they said, <laughs> you got to give them like a, a tree. Not buying things. Here, welcome to a dollar <laughs> no, store. No, it was something. A doctor, believe it or not, an actual doctor recommended because you know the, the problem is if you give a kid like a candy every time they do something, then they get fat or something, get diabetes. That's not a good thing. Yeah. So they said go to the dollar store, get a bunch of the toys there, you know, and then you can use those as like bribes or presents or whatever. But the toys there are all crappy and they fall apart within a second. Also, I think they're all made of just choking hazards. Yeah, I think so, they're just really tiny pieces of plastic that they meld together into a package. We did. I did buy some. I think I spent twenty dollars there. On uh, I believe I got twenty dollars. Which I, th- I think I, they actually rang the siren. I was like the best spender <laughs> ever in the history of the store. But uh, I, I bought some items there, and I don't think any of them lasted more than a week. No. Yeah. I mean, I think the the most useful thing I ever bought from a dollar store was a mop, and I think I used it twice, and it completely broke apart in my hands. Right. Um, Currently, you can find it in the backseat of Allie's wife's car with a coffee table. Yeah, if you need one, let me know. (laughs) Half Uh, a mop and a coffee table? (laughs) Half a mop. Uh, But I think that, especially, I don't like going to the dollar store because they, the the line, like you said, is really, really long because there's usually only one person checking people out, and it's a person that did not get a job at all the other crappy stores around. So it's like they weren't even good enough for a Walmart, so they are at the dollar store checking out people at a snail's pace. Um, but they have reported that they lost $2.3 billion Ooh. of those beautiful dollars. Probably not good. I guess that Dollar Tree is not blooming anymore. No, no. Um, so, but they are trying to stay relevant. They are going to keep keep up with the current stores and add an alcohol section. Oh. Well, <laughs> so if you want dollar that. store booze. Yeah, if you have a special occasion, you need a nice bottle of wine, off. right to the old dollar store. Yeah. All right, social media influencers, they are influencing your children. Shocking, I know. Another shocking thing is that they might be influencing your kids negatively. In this case, social media influencers are making your kids fat. When you think of social media influencers, you know, you think of skinny, tanned, heavily filtered model types, but then they show you big big pictures of giant milkshakes or poutine cheesy tots, and then it makes your kid want a bunch of milkshakes and poutine cheesy tots. The food porn... It affects us all, even in the people. Even if the pic- the people in the pictures aren't even eating it, it makes you want it. So, if you want to fix this, I'd say just have your kids follow people who only eat carrots. 
Yeah, but the the issue in general, and what you're saying is accurate, is people are p- posing by foods that they're not necessarily eating, or at least not eating on a regular basis to look like that. I'm a big fan of anything. You know, for me, it's like drugs, alcohol, delicious, fatty foods. Anything in moderation is fun and enjoyable, and it only stays fun and enjoyable if you're experiencing it in moderation. The issue is when that's the, your ninth hamburger of the day, or you've decided that you're, uh, you've now been uh, smoking meth consistently for the last four months. And so then you it, look at people posting pictures of meth, and you're like, oh my God, I forgot about meth. I know. got to get some meth. I, but I do think that it's very easy to, for someone to say, shut it down, uh, because it's not healthy, and it's making the kids fat. The reason that we're all fat is because the amount of great food, and we've talked about this before when we used to watch the Oreo clock, but like, how, for what percentage of our lives was there one flavor of Oreo? Like, 80% of our lives, there was one flavor of Oreo. And it was a good flavor, and everyone loved it. They stuck with it for a long stuck time. With it. Then they decided, let's double stuff it. And everyone's like, whoa, that's crazy, but awesome. <laughs> whoa, that's but, crazy. But that lasted for a while, and we were on board with it. But now, as you know, they release a new flavor of Oreos every two days now. The Game of Thrones Oreos are coming out. And I actually think those are just back to the original Oreos, but they've put a Game of Thrones logo on it. So they also re-release the same Oreos with different spins on them to make them more relevant. But if you just take that concept and you apply it to every Everything, which is what it, what where we are now, there are so many delicious foods, so many delicious, yummy foods. Well, they're hybridizing more foods than ever, too. Yeah, so like that's what's making us fat. And then because you can see about these all the time now, it used to be like you, you got lucky enough to discover it because a friend of yours told you about it, or you happened to stumble into a place and saw their chalkboard. And it's, but now because of the social media, you follow. If you follow, I had to actually unfollow some of these food porn. Um, like our food trucks or something. Yeah, because yeah. I was seeing stuff all the time. And then I was like, got to try that. Got to try that. Got to try that. Before I knew it, I was like, whoa, I'm up 10 pounds this week. How did that happen? Yeah, no, it's true. Because they, it's like, oh, somebody figured out how to put a plant-based hamburger inside of a taco, inside of a burrito, and then you know make it in cheesy tot form. And you're like, oh my God, why? how could I possibly live without trying that? So you go out of your way to make sure you try it. Because you want to be the first per- person to try it, but you also want to be the first person to post about it so that other people can see you got your hands on plant-based burrito tachos. The only, what's a tacho? Uh, tater tot nachos. Oh, a, ta- a tater tot nacho? Yeah. God, that's so, tachos, so, we so gotta get right some now. tachos. All right, I'm gonna go get some tachos. <laughs> on that note, it's tacho time. <laughs> We're launching into space. Uh, we'll, no, that's just a hit song. We'll be back in a moment. Uh, this is the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. This is Channel Q. Drop. The subject right here on the all new Channel Q. Kevin here, Allie there. She's a gay lady. I'm a straight man. That's pretty much the formula. The rest of it we figure out together each and every day on the Channel Q airwaves. Except tomorrow, of course, where I am replaced by a way better looking bisexual man. Oh, he's mildly better looking. Thank Kevin, you. give yourself some credit. Thank you. Well, anyway, uh, got to see him today wandering the halls. I thought I was, I, I was so confused. I saw him and I go, Is today Friday? Am yeah. I not, am I not supposed is to today, be here? I'm sorry, is today bye day? Excuse me, is today bye day? Because I have not been uh, touching men's junk. Am I supposed <laughs> to be doing that? Uh, but no, it turns out uh, just in the building for a big meeting. And when we have meetings, we spell them M-E-A-T. 
They are fun. Anyway, it's a uh, meat and meat. You can uh, hit us up on the phones, 833-77-CALL-Q. Coming up, we got, um, I think we got some gay sports highlights. Hopefully, we'll have time to get into that. Of course, you know, we just did the uh, News or Lose It. You would think you'd be newsed out, but some people like to process their news in musical theater form, which is why I believe we're the only show in the entire world dumb enough to do something called musical theater. Yes. Well, you know, some people, especially in the LGBT community, you know, you might tune out when you hear a musical. We tune in. That's how we process information is in musical theater form. So we have to have something for people of that ilk. So this is all stuff that has happened in, this the, last, week, I think. in the last seven days. Uh, there's a variety of things. Hard to keep up with everything. There's been some obviously some very sad news and uh, Luke Perry, RIP. And uh, it's hard to even remember all of the amazing people that we've lost. It just seems like they just keeps the hits just keep on coming. But uh, when we do musical theater, it, at least, it gives us an opportunity to look back at the week that was, no matter how depressing, sad, or scary it may have been, we're able to make it a little bit more fun by uh, enjoying it in the same way that it would be enjoyed by an audience, let's say, at Broadway. So with that being said, here's a ballad. Cohen won't protect you. Kim Jong-un don't Missile launch sites, and he's aiming at your hair. Alex Quebec's health is in dire jeopardy. The king of pop is just as weird as R. Kelly. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Ah, oh, an interlude. Turkey and Iran are teaming up for Kurdish raids. And what's more amazing than three patients who've been cured of AIDS. He's <laughs> King Company, Luke Perry, and to meet the woman singing this song. <laughs> she seems like a nice lady. According to a new Russian money laundering expose, <laughs> the Malaysian tourism minister claims no one there is gay. <laughs> Democrats won't let Fox News host primary debates. The new U.S. Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals judge is filled with so perfectly. You know, it's possible that you may have missed some of that, so let's listen to it again uh, from, from the beginning. That is uh, something we like to call musical theater, and it's over. That's why, oh, that's uh, why they're clapping. Standing ovation it's, for it being over. They're just happy it's over. Anyway. This is uh, keeping the Casio keyboard sales alive, I wow, think. Wow, that was a lot to process. So much <laughs> so much news in so many different tones, all of them the wrong ones. A but lot of it gay-friendly, though. Very gay-friendly, and uh, thank you for that, uh, Twinkie. Much appreciated. A beautiful, beautiful. I mean, it's not I easy. tell so you've been working on it. When you have to talk about uh, people being uh, cured of AIDS, but also missile silos being... <laughs> and, uh, the, and Luke Perry died. Alex Trebek. I mean, you really covered a lot of news there and still found a way to tie it all together uh, with a very, uh, I don't even know what tempo I would call that. Off, <laughs> off tempo, maybe, is the right I word. think it was off pitch. 
off pitch. Maybe not. And off tempo. How do we follow musical theater I don't know. Channel Q. Well, I have no With idea. With another number? Why don't uh, I do one now? Huh? No, 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 no. no. That's your whole reason for... that's That was Allie's whole idea behind musical theater. She thought she'd be the one performing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, we, I pitched the idea for musical theater and they were like, that's great. We'll have someone else do it. Yeah. And I was like, but I... I no. I was a musical theater major, she said. And we said, oh, we don't care. No, I majored in musical theater. Your, your musical theater major is as help, uh, useful here as it would be in the real world. Yep. One day. One day well, that money will be worth it. Thank you. Uh, thank you once again. That was once again musical theater. We, um, we'll be back in a moment. When we get back, oh, this is going to be good. We get to force each other to watch movies. We call it Gay Straight Movie Reviews. Coming off of the worst movie I ever saw because it was not in English and I had a hard time following the plot and it was called Straight. Uh, Allie uh, recently got a chance to watch 12 Angry Men. But when we return, we will give each other the movies that we'll be forced to watch over the weekend because we get so little downtime. We like to spend as much of it as possible watching movies that we couldn't care about at all. Yeah, and I'm just going to give you a little hint. This one is in English. Oh, thank you. Because uh. I think I said I wouldn't do it again if it wasn't. But <laughs> come back in a moment and assign some movies. Also, a lot of people have been suggesting titles, and we appreciate that. Keep them coming on the socials at DTS Show. DTS, of course, now stands for Drop the Subject. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, some pictures we put up yesterday. You can see what Allie and I look like these days, in case you care. And uh, we'll be back in a moment right here on the all-new Channel Q. Channel Q. deep. So new that we had to come up with a new name for this show. And I think that people are thoroughly enjoying Drop the Subject. In fact, not only are people thoroughly enjoying the new name, way more than they're enjoying the actual content coming out of their radio or radio.com right now. But Or smart speaker, by the way. If you got one of those smart speakers, you want to test it out, see if it works properly. Mm-hmm. Today, I double dog dare you. You go home and you say, uh, hey, Alexa, or uh, hey, Google Home. Don't hey, be Google. so aggressive. Oh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> a lot of times they don't. Hey, they don't Google. Res- sometimes they don't respond to a, a, a nice because like I will. Um, I'm a lot more forceful with my smart speaker than my wife is, and a lot of times it doesn't even acknowledge her. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that I, uh, I get the other side of it though, where I'm too. I I'm basically like a mom with it. Like I'll be like Alexa, mm. play the uh, channel. Uh, Played to, and then it'll be like, I'm sorry, I don't understand. And yeah. then Katie gets mad at me because I'm yelling more than I need to be yelling. Well, regardless, uh, we've learned that your mom voice is now the new most annoying sound in the world. So thank God we figured that out. Alexa! Never have kids, please. If that's going to happen to your voice, don't do it. Uh, I can only imagine what your cats must go through on a, da- a daily basis with that one. Yeah, they hear all the tones. Anyway, you yell out, uh, give, me, give me channel Q or play channel Q on the radio.com. And just like that, we show up in your home, in your kitchen, your living room, wherever you got your smart speaker, you can check us out. And of course, you can listen to us everywhere and bring us from your car into your house, into your kitchen table. Maybe you don't want to have a conversation with the family anymore. Don't even bother. It's a waste of time. Make your throat raw. Just uh, instead, by the way, Raw Throat Raw Throat is a new show coming to this station you, next week. You know what's uh, kind of fun, though, Kevin, is that we spent a, a number of months under No Things Considered, and it's like we have a brand new show. It's like we've rebranded, so anyone who listened to that show and decided it's not for me, now thinks this is a whole new show. That's right. Now you can find out that this show is not for you either. Right. So drop Everyone the subject. Everyone loves a rebrand. Drop the subject. Find us. Download the podcast as well. Everything you need. Channel Q under the Channel Q umbrella. You can find at radio.com and give it a favorite. And of course, in uh, cities all across America now, you can check out our station uh, on the HD2 listening on your radio as well. And of course, we haven't forgotten about you, Palm Springs. In fact, I'm hoping to get the Palm Springs. Springs next week. 
Really? I'm hoping. It's on my to-do list, so I'm just saying. <laughs> Pick up eggs, go to Palm Springs? That's where I get my eggs. That's why. <laughs> Two birds, one stone, Allie. Gotta, uh, yeah. let's, uh, let's go ahead and officially kick off Gay Straight Movie Reviews right now. It's one of our absolute favorite things and least favorite things that we do around here. If you thought musical theater was great, oh, just wait. <laughs> Allie will assign me a movie that she thinks will help me better understand the LGBTQ community. And why don't, why don't we just agree to call it the LGBT community? Doesn't that why not just community? I'm fine with that. Why not just Q? Well, there was a guy who was trying to advocate for that. He was saying, there's all these letters now. We started with the L and the G, then we added the B, and then we added the T, and then the queer and the plus and the minus and the A and the I. And why don't we all just get rid of those letters and call it Q? I mean, Channel Q's on board with it. They're like, yeah, Q, great. that's the most important one. We just printed out a thousand bumper stickers. We're on board. Right. So if we were going to eliminate, I, I mean, I'm all for just doing one letter. I know it sounds fun to add all the all the uh, alphabet together to make the longest acronym ever, but still, Q has a nice ring. Do you want to know which idea I brought to the boss here that they hated? <laughs> Hold on. I'll wait for you to get out your list. <laughs> I said we should get a bunch of Channel Q bumper stickers, but for people to wear on their asses. Like on their actual bumpers? Yeah, like like wearable bumper stickers. I thought they'd love that idea. We'll let people know who else is in the Q community. And they're like, nope. No. Horrible idea. I go, why? If everyone's looking at each other's asses anyway. What about a Channel Q C ring? No, that's that's ridiculous and absurd. <laughs> I mean, it's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. But in my a human bumper life. sticker yeah, is human less bumper stupid. sticker is a great idea. I mean, really, it could just be a car bumper. So you just say it to someone. Hey, you want to get a wearable bumper sticker? Put it on your bumper. Let people know what's up. I think that's pretty. Good. Look, Allie, you don't have to be gay or straight to check out asses. Everyone loves checking out asses, right? Mm. You check out asses all the time. I mean, yeah. Are you saying to put it on their clothes, like on the back of their jeans or something? Yes. Yeah, wearable bumper stickers. I thought it was a great idea for Channel Q. Well, then you have to have a whole bumper sticker code. What pocket is it on? What nah, uh, nope. color is it? Are let, you a top or a bottom hey, Q? Let people know if you're checking out the... Oh, I'm checking out the ass of someone who likes a good radio station. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, uh, listen, it's a good idea. I don't know why it was uh, poo-pooed so quickly. I think it needs to be more of like a patch if you're going to be attaching it to clothing. No, we don't have patch money. Come on. I know. Crazy? All right, let's get to Gay Street Movie Reviews right now. What do you got? Okay. Since I made you watch a Bollywood film that last week that had not one second of English in it, I'm going to give you something a lot more easily digested. This movie I know you've heard of. I don't think you've ever seen it. And it stars from some very famous people in the LGBTQ plus AI community. I am giving you, from the year 2000, If These Walls Could Talk To. That's made starring... up. It's not even a real movie. Is that a real movie? <laughs> it is a real movie. It is the follow-up to the abortion-themed If These Walls Could Talk. It's a tell-all story of three lesbian couples. Uh, Wait, the first If These Walls Could Talk was about abortion? Yeah, I actually didn't catch the first one, so... Well, what kind of walls were they? Vaginal walls? <laughs> that... We're talking. Please don't do this. <laughs> I, I, that sounds like a horrible Or do it movie. if you want. Your like, choice. <laughs> so you're telling me to not watch the original, skip the original, go to the sequel, If These Walls Could Talk too, and there's a gay theme to the movie? It's all lesbians. Oh. So it follows the story of three lesbian couples that all live in the same house over time. So the first lesbian couple is Vanessa Redgrave and this other woman and uh, it's, a, it's a story of these two old old lesbos and then later on you get the story of Michelle Williams and Chloe Sevigny wow. who is very dapper she basically looks like a young Macaulay Culkin with her hair slicked back and a nice really too big suit and tie my type and then <laughs> 
I mean, I got to show you the clips. You're just going to love it. And uh, Ellen DeGeneres and Sharon Stone are the final couple, and they are mm-hmm. trying to have a baby together oh, with so the help of a sperm donor. It's like a lesbian dream team right there. It really is. So. All right. If These Walls Could Talk too is the movie I'll be watching uh, in uh, my straight viewing party. Uh, Here's Chloe Sevigny with her hair slicked back. Oh, my Doesn't God. Doesn't she look nice? That is some suit and tie yeah. she's got on. All right. Well, it's very look, 90s, too. I guess 2000. I look forward, look forward to uh, watching that. And when I say look forward to watching it, mean uh, I will make sure to... Is there nudity in it or sex? Or I think there's a lot of sexy stuff, yeah. Okay. I mean, Michelle Williams, seeing her make out with Chloe Sevigny, that's got to be a good time. Right. Does it does it ruin it for you if they're dressed in a suit and tie? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, it does. You want them to look as femmy as possible, huh? Yeah, no one's ever gotten excited about a lesbian scene that was shot in the men's warehouse. <laughs> Speak for yourself. All right, I give you a movie that was originally a TV show, became a movie. I think it was probably the most heterosexual TV. If there was ever a TV show that was made for straight guys. Is it MASH? No, MASH, I don't think, MASH had a cross-dresser in it. So I don't even think you could say that MASH was made for straight guys. I'm going to, there's a movie that was made based on a TV show. The TV show to me was a TV show that they're like, let's get a bunch of guys in a room and figure out how can we come up with the straightest guy show ever. The dialogue, the characters, the way it's shot. And then let's take that TV show and turn that TV show into a movie. Is it Turner and Hooch? Not Turner and Hooch. You'll be watching Entourage the movie. No! Now, let me say something about Entourage the movie. I'm jealous that you get to watch it because unlike the movie you've presented me with, which has a bunch of people dressed like Paula Poundstone, (laughs) you at least get to see Emily Rogaskowski. Oh, is she in that? And a few others uh, in a movie that is not great, not really well written, not really well thought out. So it is the same as the show. It's a lot like the show, but it was definitely, the target audience was definitely not a lesbian woman in her 30s. However, you will be forced to watch and review Entourage the movie. So do I need to watch some of the regular Entourage show in order to understand what the hell's going on in the movie? Mm. Like, I've not watched one second of Entourage. I've only seen previews and said, nope, absolutely not. I have no common ground with this. I would never enjoy it. So do I need to brief myself before watching? It's kind of just really like a two-hour commercial for Axe Body Spray. Okay. So I think you'll be fine <laughs> just watching the movie, and that will fill you in on everything you need to know. Ugh, I think it's going to make you... smell it now. I think it's going to make you hate like, I think sometimes we watch these movies and we feel even closer to our own sexual identity. I think this movie is going to make you so happy you're a lesbian. I don't want to become one of those man-hating lesbians. You Do may, you think it's going to make me into po- one? It's possible. Oh. It, it, 80% chance. <laughs> I'm just saying, 80% chance. So, uh, you'll be watching Entourage the movie. I'll be watching If These Walls Could Talk Too, and then we will report back to you uh, on both of these films next week on the all-new Channel Q. Channel Q. And just like that, our time with you for today is up, at least temporarily. We'll be back again. In fact, uh, just to keep it honest here, we're probably going to be hanging out in this room for a few minutes anyway. Allie likes to do some stretching after the show. Kegels, mostly. And during the show. You can't see, but... 
Oh, you can hear it if you listen closely. <laughs> okay. Well, that is disturbing. God, you know, I was just about to say, we got through an entire show without disturbing each other, and there it is, right uh-huh. at the end. You thought that was a burp earlier in the show. That was Allie's Kegels. <laughs> Ooh, boy. You can do it on command now. Uh, that's remarkable. Well, we'll save that for tomorrow. Hey, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Of course, the show is called Drop the Subject. If you're just joining us, it's good to have you. Thanks for loaning us your ear holes. We appreciate all of our old friends and all of our new friends as well, people joining us, finding us for the very first time. You're in a great place with Channel Q. Take good care of you and yours, and uh, we appreciate your listen. Of course, you can download the show, drop the subject, listen to it, uh, listen to us at your leisure, and you can, of course, hear Allie tomorrow when she's joined by, uh, joined with and by, I think I had it right the first time, joined by, Mm -hmm. that's what I wanted to say, Mm -hmm. That's Uh, it. bisexual gentleman by the name of... Clayton Ferris. I always forget. Do you say, do you say, I always, you were like, am I the name of? And then you point to me like, I I always think his name is, um... The opposite of that, Fate and Claris. And I go, and I, and I go. That doesn't sound right. But that's, that's my, his evil twin. That's my dyslexia. That's his totally straight evil twin. <laughs> I right. like women. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll be back uh, next week together on Monday. We'll uh, talk about some things then. Review the movies, etc. In the meantime, find us at DTS Show on our socials. Thanks for your support. Channel Q continues, but we say to you for now, drop the subject.